<clears throat> Your attention, please. This episode was brought to you by Cards Against Humanity, who have asked, asked us n- not to read an ad. Read one anyway! No, no, it's okay. Enjoy the show. You've solved me riddles three and found me a pot of gold. And now I grant you a wish. Uh, I wish for a million wishes. I'm a, I'm a bit, yeah. I, O'Brien, yeah, that's I right. a flyers, hey. Has this ever happened to you? Hello, I'm Lucky O'Harahan. The whole point of offering people wishes is to turn them on themselves anyway. Using the O'Harahan system, you'll no longer be caught in their tricks of logic or puzzles. Take back the power of your wishes and use it to torment them with what they wanted most. I'll teach you how to first subvert the first wish. Uh, I want a million wishes. That doesn't f***ing work that way, you gob You get three wishes at most. Oh, um, I- I'm so sorry. You'll also learn how to subvert the meaning of the wish using semantic trickery. Oh, uh, I wish I had, like, all the money in the world. Well, here it is. 47 tons of Chinese yuan. Right on your head, you f***ing idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And, of course, the classic giving them exactly what they want in the worst possible way. <laughs> Um, I wish I wasn't impotent anymore. Oh, well, here you go. A giant rage and erection that sings I'm Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt all day and all night. I can't. That's not what I want. No. I can't. I've, I can't wear that many pants to cover this up. I need more pants. Oh, God. Why? That's right. Look. Using the Lucky O'Hurrahan system, you'll never have to give up a single thing you do not want to. Why, after taking my brief course of lectures, you'll be leaving that pot of gold out in the middle of a keyboard parking lot. Hey, what's this pot of gold? Your worst f***ing nightmare! Oh, no! <laughs> I give away 13 ponies, two princesses, and a Mercedes-Benz S-Class to a guy before and I met... Lucky O'Hanrahan and his leprechaun learning system. Now, I watch legless guys go around the beach, but at least their schlongs touch the ground. <laughs> Everyone who's ever met me regrets it bitterly. <laughs> so if a filthy f***ing human puts you in a position to be granting wishes, don't you wish you had Lucky O'Hanrahan in your corner? Rub a toadstool three times, say my name backwards, and I'll appear to you! Not valid in Galway, Limerick, or County Cork. Double the points in County Kerry. Hey everybody, I'm David Floor. I'm Dave Stacko! Welcome to Blurry Photos. Yes! Welcome to Season 5. Yep. Welcome to the drinking episode once a year, Spectacular Grande! Escobar! Now you... Grazie! <laughs> You might be thinking, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't you guys swear you wouldn't do this again? We did. Yeah, but we forgot. (laughs) We literally forgot until today. I listened to the episode immediately following last year's episode where we're like, we're not doing that anymore. And then we did it more. Yeah. We're huge liars. But you've come to expect that from us now. Yeah. What we promise and what we deliver. (laughs) 
How many times have we broken your heart? You, you keep coming back for more. We're a classic abusive relationship. Man, but we, we're going to deliver on some promises not only tonight, but tonight as well. Yeah. We've got a lot of promises to de- to deliver on. Oh, there it is. And we've got a ding, lot ding, of ding, ding, ding. We've got a good show. Yes. to go through. I think we're I think we're on the upside of drunk. Yeah. We're we're still on top of it, but Right. And I think Just we should stay like- there because I spent an entire episode under it <laughs> in the past and I don't want to repeat that. Uh, although he says this, but he's every time we we're, we're not recording, he's like pushing How more about drinks. that car bomb. How about yeah. the car bomb? We have all the ingredients. It's a it's a slap in God's face if we don't do a car bomb. I might be able to do one with what I've got left. I don't know if I can do more than that. I'm not going to slam more than that at once, not after we've been going through. Man, we had some Jets pizza, and it was good. It was so good. It's such good pizza. Listen, if you're new to the podcast. Sorry. This is our annual once a year. This is the yep. only time we do it, but we get trashed. Yep. It's our season opening. We do an Irish-themed episode. Yep. We've been drinking for three hours. In a, in a good spot. But yeah, we open each season uh, doing this. We got some Jameson. We got some Guinness. So so if you're new to this, if you're coming to this just for the first time, uh, we're not usually this shit-canned. We're kind of close. So listen to it. We're just, we're, we're going to have, there's a lot of great information in this episode. Going <laughs> yeah. to be talking about high Brazil. Man, what a cool, what a cool subject. Right. And it's not, it's not a country in South America. So let me stop you right there. Just, just stop right there. And then uh, we're going to have a lot of information. We're just going to be kind of sloshing our way through it is all. But that's what we do every season. That's, that's one of, one of our traits. One of, one of, one of our sign, telltale signs that that you're listening to blurry photos. So damn right. Wait, wait, Flora, (coughs) toast me in our, our awesome ceramic Rougarou shot glasses. Oh man. Thank you, listener Ryan. Yeah, these. thanks, Ryan. And we've got another shot coming up. Yeah. Uh, from thanks another to the, listener. To the Mothman Museum. Hold uh, on. Listener Travis. But, yeah, thanks, uh, we'll, Travis. We'll be getting to that, too. So Hold on. Everybody, <sighs> everybody shut up. We're going to do a shot here to get to get us rolling some more. Yeah, just some more. You Do you have some more? Jai Jacob Jingle Hybrid Schmidt. His name is my day too. Oh, <laughs> oh Flora. Oh, shit. Okay. All this right. This is not going down as smooth yeah, no. as I. The face you just made made me think that maybe no more shots. <laughs> but one more shots because we have to christen uh, Travis's shot glasses. So sorry, asshole. Ooh. I don't know what it is. This this year, it's not it's not as smooth. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll pave my own road to hell with my own good intentions. I feel like I feel like this is working out just fine for me. You're you're gonna do great. <laughs> this is gonna be great. <laughs> this is, yeah, yeah. You should keep feeding that false sense of security, Flora. Let's talk about the present. Yes, and and at the end of this, we'll talk about the future because we we're we're gonna announce some stuff. And there's some presents in the future. There's some presents in the future to open. But right now, you came here because you want to hear about High Brazil. H Y. Brazil. Brazil. With, I mean, depending on your spelling, might not even include a Z. <sighs> Probably not at this point, but we'll get there. Let's talk about, let's, let, let's go on and jump into this. Yeah, it's let's Irish. Get, get to. And, and, and I'll be honest. We always start this season with an Irish subject. And I got to be honest. I mean, like, there's so much stuff going on with Ireland, but we really waste, we wantonly blew through a lot of shit the first few seasons. And now we got to really work to find Irish <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> You know what it was? We lumped a lot of Irish stuff together. Yeah. 
So like in that first episode, it's like Irish legends. Let's do them all. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Drinking from the fire hose there. Hi, Brazil. Hi, Brazil. This is a mythical island of Celtic legend. Uh, It's a mysterious place off the coast of Western Ireland, said to appear once every seven years and remain shrouded in fog the rest of the time. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, so you can visit it once every seven years? Oh, no, you cannot. Oh, yeah? You can only see it. Oh. Although some people claim otherwise. Otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There are numerous names associated with it, which... Oh. I literally, my mouth decided to go on strike. (laughs) There are numerous... (laughs) Uh, numerous names associated with it, with which we'll get to in a bit, but the better-known names these days are High Brazil, or just Brazil, with an S. Dave is basking in the fact that his liver is much more pickled than mine right now. What are you... What, you're, no, you're doing great. You're doing great. I'm, I'm a hero. The island is said to be magical or special in a number of ways. It could be the home of the gods, yep. the Irish Irish gods, the old Irish gods. Uh, it could be a paradise or a land of plenty. Mm-hmm. Could be inhabited by priests or monks who held ancient knowledge. Could be inhabited by giant black rabbits and oh, weird yeah, old loners. Like that. that's, yeah. that's a good story. Uh, could be home to a highly advanced civilization. Whoa. And since it's European, you know they're spelling that shit with S's. And so... These are some of the things that could be. Now, not all of them happened at the same time. It could, right. You know, it's not like it was a highly advanced civilization with rabbits and land of plenty. Yeah, no. It, it, it was There's like, a lot of versions. There's a lot yeah. of people's accounts or or mythological tales that paint it in, in different Broad colors. Strokes, yeah. yeah. There you go. Magical islands aren't rare in myths and legends. No. Uh, you have Avalon, mm-hmm. which we've heard of with old uh, King Arthur. Have you ever heard of um, Atlantis? At, at whatless? At what? Atlantis. At Cutlass? Yes. Atlantis is a is an island that's out there. That's it's also, also a awesome. two-part episode we've been threatening for years. Yep. You know why we haven't done it? Because we're I've afraid a, of it. I've got a ton of books, yeah, and I want to so, read them. <laughs> there's literally so much research that we're afraid of it. <laughs> uh, there's also Britia. There's Baltia. Hawaii. <laughs> Lemuria. Mew. Thule. Et cetera, et cetera. Could you, do, could you give me like a... A good Yule Brenner on that? A Thule Brenner? Yeah, give me a Thule Brenner. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you. <laughs> but here, here's where it starts getting fun. Now, I'm, I know you're ready to get fun, so let's get fun. High Brazil appeared, appeared on numerous maps up through the 19th century, dude. Right. 1870s? Yeah. Expeditions were dispatched to find it. And some ships that weren't looking for it said they stumbled upon it. Or, here's a fun fact, some ships that were looking for it said they didn't find it, but then later on, other people said, oh, no, 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 they did. Yeah, actually did. Actually. (laughs) We're going to take a look at this legendary Irish island and see if we can suss out fact from fiction, Parsec Awards. Suss it! Suss it, you Suss it! <laughs> and whether or not this place actually existed or exists. I feel like I don't get the effect I, I used to when I get all up in the mic. That, I think you do. Well, that worked. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, when you, I did you, it before, there's a sweet spot like, to it. Because okay, yeah. you could like get over here and it doesn't I got, do it. Got, 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 but got, if you get up, got, if you got, really got, get up into yeah, it. That's right. You got to like drop the voice and hit the lips. You're right. That was the overview. You remember how I used to say we're going to talk about what it was? What are the legends? Could it actually? I decided to skip that and just go straight into the overview. Since you're all the time complaining. <laughs> oh, man. About like, didn't we just do the overview? I thought we did. You That's know, the overview. So there you go. Listen, I don't want to keep hitting the rewind button, but it's very fresh in my mind because I listened to it today. <laughs> Last year, I just decided to jump on the overview. And then you were like, no, that's not the overview. We're doing it now. I was like, we just did it. It was great. You can always tell when Dave does a ton of research. <laughs> Because he launches that that rocket, <laughs> like there's no countdown. He's no, just like standing on the button. I don't have a choice, man. <laughs> I gotta get in that fight You're soon. Like, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna forget all this immediately if we don't launch it, dude. It's like flopping a high pair in a game of poker. You gotta bet high early, right off the gate, pre-flop, son. You got you guys want to know some inside baseball? Yeah, Dave's really into poker right now. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> right. <laughs> He's been talking about getting a poker game together, which I've been all for. Yeah. But then he bought a game. He bought a Steam game of poker. I did. Hey, um, if you're Irish or if you're just still with us and you're yeah, new to or us, or if you want to play this, if you want to play poker, stick stick with stick, us. Stick stick around. We're we're we're, e- we're e- going to keep going. Email me. I just keep thinking of things. Here, let what? me start out with the etymology of the name because oh, there's insects in the name. E- etymology. Oh. Because it's gone by several names over the years, some of them include Bersil, Brazier, Obrasil, Obrasil, Barassil, Brasil. <laughs> There's lots of Y's and L's. Eberassil and Hybrasol. Now those are all Irish in in uh, in nature. The origin of this of the name of this island is unknown, but some etymologists think the E uh, in Ebrasil, Ebrasil, could mean either island or descendant, as in uh, of yeah, right. of Barassil, coming from the line of Barassil. Barassil is a bit trickier since Barass would mean mighty or great or beautiful. And that's kind of a, a chicken or the egg with the Iron Age chief Barassil and the legendary immortal High King of the World, Barassal, who held court on the Island of Eternal Happiness, High Barassal. Oh, okay. So his name, island name, kind of, kind of melding together there. If you're really into to Gaelic, please correct me on my pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, if you're really into Gaelic, please text us. That was one of the cool things about when I was in Ireland. All the signs. You're driving down the highway, they'll have the name of the city, and then they'll have it in Gaelic as well. That's so, pretty awesome. So, and like, you, you got to know, like, what the Gaelic for exit was, and <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm always surprised when I hear uh, actual, like, Gaelic spoken, because it's a pretty, like, German-sounding language. It's rough-sounding. It is, it it is, is pretty is, rough, yeah. I expected a lot of tatoi-jatis, but it's really a bunch of ha-ha-ha-ha's. <laughs> Couldn't put it better. Yeah. The cool thing with it is you see a word and when it's pronounced, it looks nothing like the word, but then you're, as you, as you hear it and you look at the word, you're like, I can, I can figure that out. That makes sense. 
Right. So like uh O'Flaherty, you know, is like there's like G's and H's flying all over the place. Willy nilly. Willy nilly. But um yeah, it's 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 pretty neat how how some of it's it's pretty it's hey, pretty, it's pretty hey, neat you got. Hey, hey, way to go, Galix. <laughs> you you doing it. It's pretty, um, hey, it's pretty neat. <laughs> here's some more fanciful names for it. Oh shit, here it comes. Were Tear for Win, lame, which is land under the wave. Too uh, too elvish. Mug male. Too which, too dwarvish. Which is land of truth. Inabea, which is Isle of Life. Nope. And Tirnabuaya. Thank you. Which is God. land of virtue. Just right. That's 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 Hobbit. It's right there. <laughs> the oldest map that we have God, that was that was Christopher Walken. <laughs> the oldest map, map we have of it. Hey. Uh Ireland. Um, the oldest map we I've have never been there with this island on it is actually from a Genoese cartographer named Angelino Vespucci. No, no, it's Shit. Angelino Delorto. <laughs> is that is he related He's to cousin? Yeah. Cousin to the Chicago liquor uh, connoisseur Angelino Malorto. Oh, I thought I thought that he was somehow related to Dottore Balordo. No, no, not in this one. The hashtag idiot roommate Mark Solov, uh, hashtag blaster podcast. That's right. Hashtag high five. Publishing under the name Dulcert, he placed the island a little southwest of Ireland and called it Insula de Monotonus Sire de Brasile, which is you what, mate? Some kind of Latin. Which seems to mean, well, it, it seems to mean island of monotone. Or Mo. or island of Brazil, but here's the deal: this could be an error and actually meant uh, mutonus, which would be a Latinization of the French mouton. Do you know Mutton? what that? That would that would be uh, lamb's meat. Well, sheep, sheep. Well, it's the same, right? So, thus changing the name to island of sheep. Hmm. Oh, I like that. I'm not buying it. Mm. Mm. That was shit. I didn't put the the date on here. Was, I think it was 1325. Sorry, everybody. No. Who, who's mad? Who are you apologizing to? Well, I should. I apologize to my standards. Anybody who was like, "Oh, he missed that date." Doesn't need to be. Doesn't worry. Was the oldest map. I knew it was in 1325, but I was just waiting for him to say it. And if he didn't, to be a 14th century map. If he didn't say I was it, I was sure of it. going to lose my mind. I was sure of it. All right. 1339. So our boy, Angelo DeLordo. Detor- street, street name. Our buddy, DeTore Belordo, uh, published another name. No, what? he published another map. That's right. <laughs> 1339 published another map that showed the island as around the channel of water cutting through the middle. Uh, now, which is interesting because there's a similarity to the current Brazilian flag. Oh my God. Jump so far ahead. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't respect <laughs> your timelines. Oh. Uh, by 1375, the name had been shortened to Insula de Brazil in the Catalan Atlas, which showed as two different islands, one West of Ireland and one South of Greenland. 
That one also west of Ireland. Well, also west of Ireland. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Also west of Ireland. Also west of Ireland. <laughs> Everything's west of Ireland. <laughs> just, just one's just, under Greenland. This is a damn geographical oddity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in 1436, the Venetian map of Andrea Bianco showed it is the Sola de Brazil, the lonely or only Brazil. Yeah, I'm done with that. Attached to some islands in the Atlantic, thought to be present a Mater or Tercia in the Azores. I don't know. Tercera. Sure. 1535. Nope. 1513. <laughs> the infamous map made by Ottoman cartographer Piri Rees, or race, if you're into that sort of thing, exists. <laughs> Showed that the uh, showed a round island off the west coast of Ireland. So the the Piri race map, which uh huh, gets brought up what in a part lot of. Didn't I read Flora? Listen, that <laughs> gets brought up in a lot of Fortean uh, stuff. Piri race map showed High Brazil as an island off the west coast of Ireland. So even this map, which a lot of people are like. Oh, see, this map has has crazy stuff on it that shouldn't be there before this date, and then it had it on that date. And then it know, did that. It, it said, "Don't do it, that thing." But then it did the thing. Saw me. Shut up. It did the thing. But, so <laughs> that map don't care. Who cares? So even that map had this thing on here. Now this is this is supposed to be a mythical island. It's showing up on all these maps. Really, this time. map is a litmus test. A litmus test for lazy cartographers, and, or it's a litmus test. However you like it. A litmus it. test. It's a, it's a litmus a person, test. Person who but. studies litmus readings. Full time. Full time. From the University of Litma. Now that's going too far. <laughs> In 1595, the Aurelius map of Europe and the, Euro- and the Europa Mercator map show a round island called Brazil, west of Ireland. All these maps are having this little round, this circular island west of Brazil on it. Lazy cartographer bear uh, trap. Could be. Through the 19th century, it continued to be included on maps and charts, apparently. And according to some researchers, appeared in 1776 as, quote, a rock six degrees west of the southern point of Ireland, end quote. And then it continued to be recorded as late as 1865 on British Admiralty charts. It's pretty late. It's pretty late, but now, but here's the thing, though. Uh, the one of the I was thinking about this, like, why did this persist for such a long time? I mean, no one had a better navy on the planet than the English, right? Mm-hmm. It's because it it it's because it was a so close to them as to not be alluring to the explorer. Mm-hmm. It's like saying I'm going on an expedition to DuPage County. Like no one's impressed. Yeah, if you're, I, I'm not even impressed because I don't even know where the f- that is. It's just here. next to Cook County. It's just near right. here, but not here. I've never taken the time to learn any of the suburbs <laughs> or anything. Nor have I. But the the, the point is this: it's not only close enough to not be considered high adventure, right? But it's it's in an area no one really needs to go to. Yeah, a little There's, southwest of Ireland, right? Like mm-hmm. if if you're if you're going to the New World. You're going due west. Yeah. And you're not leaving from Ireland. And so there's, uh, unless you're the Titanic, which did leave from Ireland, but. Yeah, um, but northeastern. Right. But the moral of the story is it's not in a place people really need to go. It doesn't have a huge amount of traffic to it. Mm -hmm. And 
there's 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 not a lot of fame to be gained by saying I've explored my neighbor's yard. Which it's, is my yard, if I had my say. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's 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 just there's just nothing to sell it, and so they ju- it just lives as this relic, map yeah. after map after map. Well, and, and the other thing is the Northern Atlantic was still being explored uh, at this time, so it's it's hard to say how reliable maps were. Right then, you know. In fact, in 1351, the Medici Atlas had an Insula de Brasi west of Spain. So it seems like everything visible above the waves was being named Brazil. Right. And that and that's just it. You know, it's like, oh, well, I heard about this thing. So whenever somebody says they saw a thing, call it Brazil. Next yeah. issue. The actual South American Brazil, uh, you're probably thinking, why aren't we getting to this yet? Right. I, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I, we really kind of should have hit that right off the tip. Short story. The, the <laughs> no. chronology doesn't even begin to line up, considering yeah. that. No one was aware of South America, and so how on earth in the 1300s? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it isn't thought to be connected by anything more than name. Flora, walk him through it. It was, it was named for the red wood that was discovered by Portuguese navigators. And by that, we mean Braza is the, uh, translated roughly as ember, like mm-hmm. red hot ember kind of thing. So red wood, Braza. The area that we call Brazil now went through... I think three names before Brazil was the one that just kind of, here's the thing. No one declared it. It just kind of stuck. Same reason that the Americas are called the Americas. No one named them that, but there was an Italian cartographer named Amerigold Vespucci who made most of the maps and they just, it just kind of stuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those weird timing things. I think, uh, interestingly enough though, the flag of Brazil getting back to that, has a blue disc split by a white curved band with a national motto written therein, but it looks very similar to is, early is map the national depictions. motto thongs forever. It is. How did <laughs> you know is. that? Thongus e- yeah. e- eternalis. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, bo- Bootius Maximus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those are, it, it, it's eerily similar to the early depictions of high Brazil. Yeah. Kind of like the channel that cuts through the little disc. Uh, I wouldn't say it's eerily similar. Well, I'd say it's approximately similar. It's, it's circumstantially similar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's. No one's looked at the Brazilian flag and going, ooh, that's spooky. Oh, I've got a, I've got oh. shivers down my spine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to play some volleyball? <laughs> Neymar, right? <laughs> yeah, Brazil. Carni- you think we don't know you? Carnival. Going to be known for like river sepsis once our, our swim teams get there. Oh, man. Man, it's it's tough to think. My they're- understanding of it, and I don't know for sure, but my understanding is that they're still kicking the ball around of a low-grade boycott because they, it's, well, it is literally unsafe for our athletes to compete in or near their water. I, I don't know. I, I've just heard that it like they haven't built anything yet. Yeah. That's probably not true. It's probably a gross exaggeration, but I think they've built some stuff, but I don't think it's as built as they said they were gonna build it. You know what's what's crazy to think could is have been that us. could have been here in Chicago. Jesus. That would have been insane. I, I, I wouldn't want it. No. I would be I'd be leaving Chicago yeah. now or Airbnb being the 
fuck out of my home for an inordinately stupid amount of money to some German tourists. <laughs> Only Germans. <laughs> Hashtag Swiss need not apply. <laughs> and I'll know the difference, you fuckers. I'll know the fucking difference. <laughs> It's it's the taste of the chocolate. Uh, let's get into the legends of this. Then we've we've gone through the etymology. We've gone through some of the history, even secretly. So secret. I, I kind of slid that in your slats, but oh, hello yourself. <laughs> See, oh, this is, no, too far. That's what happens. Too far. Flora gets a couple of drinks in him. He thinks he can slide shit into your slats, and it's cool. It's fine. Guess what? It's not fine. I don't want to hashtag you, Flora. Don't make me do it. Don't don't even try it. Because I've already I've fucking lit you up with hashtags. Yeah, yeah, you sure did. You we got me. we you might, got me. We should tweet while we record more often. Nah, <laughs> no, I, no, it's dumb. I like Twitter's it. It's dumb. Kick us off with some legends. You kick yourself Stick, off with Sticko. You shut up while I drink. That that won't bode well for anyone. I said like shut this. up. Oh, okay, we've got some good stuff. I got stories. <laughs> Shh, stories that people do. Shh, it's okay. We got good stuff. I'm glad you interrupted me. I'm glad you shushed me because I just said stories that people do. <laughs> so, so I think it'd be better if you just read what I wrote when I was I'm sober. Ju- yeah, yeah. Okay. Whoa. No, I, no, no. We all heard it. Saying for me. We don't know. That, no. no, that was to no, me. No. That was directed <laughs> to me. That was directed to me. <laughs> oh, man. We all heard it. Poor people that are like, I just want to find out about High Brazil. I don't care about your podcast. I don't care about your annual drinking episode. Hey everybody, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm just I'm just gonna read it. Read what he wrote now. I know my place. Sober. <laughs> Irish folktales hold that the island All right. Is- <laughs> All right. <laughs> we have fun. <laughs> Hashtag we have fun. Okay. Hashtag break the seal. Stop urine shaming. Uh, Irish folktales hold that the island is visible only once every seven years, and even then, you can just look. It's a looky no touchy. Oh, you're not allowed to set foot on it. Oh, looky no touchy. Oh, sh- uh, for the rest of the time, it's either cloaked in fog or mist. You just can't see it at all. It doesn't matter. However, there are sailors who have said they've bucked the odds and have set foot on the island, and in some cases, stayed there for some time. For example, here's a. Uh, <laughs> Here's a description by Org's Pimple. <laughs> a description by Roderick O'Flaherty. Yeah. An Irish historian of the 17th century. Go on. Now, this was written in 1864. No, it wasn't. 1684. That's right. At <laughs> ghosts like this from the Isles of Iran and the Aaron. West. Co- what? Aaron? Aaron. Fuck. Okay. I was there. Why, why am I reading this? I was there. <laughs> And the West Continent often appears visible that enchanted island called Obrasail and, in Irish, Begara, or the Lesser Erin, and set down in the cards of navigation, whether it be real and firm land kept hidden by the spectral ordinance of God, or the terrestrial paradise, or else some illusion of airy clouds appearing in the surface of the sea, or the craft of evil spirits, is more than our judgments can sound out. Flora, I read that last pair. Should we Irish this one up? Is that sure? I mean, he's an O'Flaherty. I don't know how much. Of all the times I say no, this is not one of them. <laughs> well, that didn't turn out like a one. Okay, fair enough. Strikes and gutters, but I get your you know, meaning. You know, 
There is now living Murder Ole, who imagines he was himself personally in Old Brasil for two days and saw out of it the Isles of Arran, Golem Head, Ilrusbeg Hill, and other places on the western continent which he was acquainted with. The manner of it, he relates, that being in Eros Alley in the south side of the barony of Balinesh, <laughs> about nine leagues from Galway by sea in the month of April AD 1668, going alone from one village to another in a melancholy humor upon some discontent of his wife's. <laughs> He was encountered by two or three strangers and forcibly carried by a boat into Obrasail, as such as were within told him. Sure. And they could speak both English and Irish. He was ferried out hoodwinked in a boat, as he imagines, till he was left on the seaside by Galway, where he lay in a friend's house for some days after being very desperately ill, and knowing how and knowing not and knows not how he came to be there. In the Western Ocean, five or six leaves from the continent, there's a sandbank about 30 fathoms deep in the sea. It's called in Irish, the Mari Bay, and in English, the Cod Fishing Bank. Oh, real original there. From this bank about 20 years ago, a boat was blown southwards by night. Next day, about noon, the occupants spayed... Spayed and neutered? And neutered. The occupants spayed and neutered land so near to them that they could see sheep within it and yet durst not for fear the illusions. Touch shore, imagining it was all Brazil, and they were two days coming back towards home. Some few generations ago, a crew of fishing boat passing in I- a crew of a fishing boat passing an island which they did not know landed thereon to refresh themselves. They had no sooner landed than a man appeared and told them they had no business there as the island was enchanted. They therefore returned to the boat. As they were going away, the islanders gave them gave one of them a book with directions not to look into it for seven years. <laughs> he complied with the request, and when he opened and read the book, he was able to practice surgery and physic with great success. No, that's psychic. Yeah, psychic. He was able to practice surgery and psychic with great success. My psychic. He was able to prastic, prastic. He was able to practice surgery and psychic with great success. The man's name was Lee. And the book remained as an heirloom to his dis- with his descendants. Uh, in reality, Olay had inherited an estate, but it got confiscated and he turned to something of a quack to make a living. Yeah. The family did have a medical manuscript, which is, bu- which is now in the Royal Irish Academy Library. So, so that's just basically saying that there was a dude who said, I got kidnapped to high Brazil. Yeah, I got a magic book and made a, magic me a super book. doctor. Yeah, and seven years later, I immediately learned Doctor and, and Psychic. Could anyone on Earth, Flora, give you a book and say, do not open this for seven years, and you'd be like, too right? There, there probably would be a circumstance where I would do that. Well, okay, that's not good enough. You have to give me the circumstance, because you could be like, Whoa. If I were on a, a magical island. But you don't know what's magical. What would I see? You're a fisherman who just stopped at an island to get some fresh water and maybe f***ing run around for 20 minutes before you got back on your fishing boat to go back to Schittsburg. What's the dude look like that gives me the book? He's got a super long beard and a yeah. hat. It's got yeah, a- I would wait seven damn years. <laughs> of course I would. Long what, beard? What if he doesn't have a beard? What does he look like? He's wearing real shitty robes and stuff. But they used Robes, to- yeah! Yeah, no, 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 but they used to be robes. Now they're all f- 
fucked up. He looks like a weird homeless guy. He's living on a desolate island, and he's all like, get off my island! But here's a book. Don't look at it for seven years. Hey, hey, what have I look. got to lose if I, do, if, if I look at the if, if I, I would keep it? Why not? Why not look at the book? Why not look at the book? Why not not look at the book? Okay. Why not not look at the book? Better Why not qu- not? Okay, better question. You're in the parking lot of a Target. Okay. And a crazy hobo. I'm listening. A crazy hobo gives you a book. What's says, a hobo look like? Beard? Robes? No. <laughs> hobo. Train hobo or like underpass hobo? Greasy jeans, very poorly functional. What's the book look like? Coat. It's a f***ed up book, but it's not even bound in leather. It's bound in like canvas covered cardboard, like most hardcovered books are these days. He gives it to you and he says, hey, you got any crank? And you're like, no. And he's like, f*** you. Take this book. Don't read it for seven years. It's going to change your life. What have I got to lose? You're going to lock that book away for seven years? Sure. What if you read the spine? The spine doesn't come up in the story. The joke's on you. There's nothing written on the spine. Then there you go. Joke's on you. <laughs> Double joke's on you. Why is the joke on me? Because you asked me if I read the spine when there's no. nothing to read. Joke's on you. You looked at the spine like an idiot. Joke's <laughs> on you. There's nothing on the spine to begin with, and that doesn't mean that you can ask the question really? when I asked Guess to, what? if you want to not read the Guess spine. What? I'm not going to look at joke's it. Joke's on you. He totally has you. a home. It's a rent-controlled apartment. Jokes. Double joke's on you. He doesn't have a working shower. Shower's Ch- full of lead. Chipper joke's on you. He's actually researching a part for a role on Broadway in New York, not Chicago Broadway. Triple joke's on you. It's Patrick Stewart. You Engage. Four joke's on you. There's no way in hell you wouldn't fail to recognize Patrick Stewart no matter how he appeared to you. <laughs> Damn it! He's right! Number one. Mostly because of that Patrick Stewart tattoo you got because we got 1,000 likes on Facebook. The Thildo tattoo. Flora, how are we doing on that? Well, since it was your... Contract and idea. Oh, you agreed to it. I think triple jokes on you. you, you you're the to one it. to get it. We were already up to quadruple jokes, so f- you already, and you agreed to it. So where are we at on that, that tattoo? Because we got a thousand likes. I am neither Faust nor the devil in this. It, can we can we keep going on this so we can- It's fine, but when we get to the end of this episode, I'm people. asking you more about the tattoo. Well, we need to tell people about High Brazil because that's what they came here for. I'm pretty sure some folks came here to find out if you got that f***ing tattoo. I'm pretty sure to shut up. So that was from, that was, okay, let, let's just suss this real quick. That was Roderick O'Flaherty, written in 1684, talking about a, a, a dude named Murrow Lee, who um, probably, more than likely, just lied to get people to be his patients. Now, in 1480, a fellow by the name of John J. Jr., JJJ, J. 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 Sounds, James. Sounds made up. Departed from Bristol, England on a journey to find the fabled island, to find the fabled island, only to come back empty handed after spending two months at sea. Two months isn't that long at sea. Come on. Yeah, no, that's in fourteen eighty. Yeah, that's a that's like a trip to the grocery store and back. <laughs> Jeez. In fourteen eighty one, two more ships, the Trinity and the George departed from Bristol on an expedition to find High Brazil with no success. Interestingly, in 1497, Spanish diplomat Pedro de Ayala reported to the Catholic monarchs of Spain that John Cabot had found land, quote, discovered in the past 
by the men from Bristol who found Brazil, end quote. Now, this, apply, this implied that someone from one of the Bristol expeditions had actually managed to find it, although it's perhaps more likely, or at least more verifiable, that John Cabot actually discovered the island of Newfoundland on behalf of the British crown, which, which he did, establishing the first step for the British settlement of Canada. Inspired by Columbus, Cabot's main objective was to discover a shortcut to the Indies, but he also expected to find High Brazil on his way. That's surprising. In fifth grade, I did a huge report on Cabot. On John Cabot? Yep. I don't remember any of these things. Who may have been Italian in Giancarlo Cabotini or something like that. You've already exceeded the depth and breadth of my fifth grade report. Well, I, Not even I, in, I don't. I don't even want to try I, to exceed your sixth grade. Yeah, I wasn't even in the fifth grade. That was that was that was even the fifth grade. It was the fifth grade. Ayala also mentioned uh, in no, that was the dear's name, Ayala. No, it wasn't. Jeez, he also mentioned in the letter that in that letter the Sete Ciudades, a mysterious collection of seven cities supposedly founded in the eighth century on one or more islands in the Sounds Atlantic. Made up. By Christians fleeing Muslim conquista of Iberia. That's Spain, right? Well, once again, it's Christians fleeing Muslim occupation, so... Listen. It's probably, probably the island of Trumpstania. I, but the Iberian Peninsula, isn't that Spain, Portugal? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, Billy. Oh, I don't know, man. I'll isn't take your word Alhambra for it. Times? Oh. Shush. Uh, one famous tale of a high Brazil encountering happened in 1674 by Captain John Nisbet of Killybegs, County Donegal, Ireland. The story goes that he and his crew were in familiar waters west of Ireland when a fog came up. As the fog lifted, the ship was dangerously close to rocks while getting their bearings. The ship anchored in three fathoms of water, and four crew members rowed ashore to visit High Brazil. There, they claimed to have met a wise old man who provided them with presents, gold and silver. And the reason I said it like that was because Dave launched a water bottle at my junk. It was empty. It was like and a six-ounce water bottle. And he can do that because he just got a pizza party. Tonight. Pizza party was already paid out. It's a free season on junk salt. Strangely, the captain said the island was inhabited by large Black rabbits, Bambalam, and a mysterious magician who lived in a large stone castle by himself. I love that story. <laughs> Upon return of the crew to Ireland, a second ship set, set out under the command of Alexander Johnson. They too found the hospitable island of High Brazil and returned to Ireland to confirm the tales of Captain Nisbet and crew. Why, why giant black rabbits? What's that about? Uh, it's actually referencing another author, uh, a mainland author, who had written virtually an identical account at the time. So he had either heard of it or was referencing it or foolishly decided, you know what I'll do? I'll confirm a children's tale today. True. Oh, yeah? The O'Velveteen Rabbit? <laughs> no, pretty much. No, I, uh, the account that I read didn't, didn't like specify the author, but said that he was directly referencing a uh, a fictional work that was like children's uh a, a children's story at the time what what was the children's story didn't say 
What am I missing? The internet, dude. That's what you're missing, brah. You got to click more than one link. Eric, listen, you can't just read fucking Wikipedia and expect it to get by these people. Because I know that's what you do, Flora. I know that all you do is you read Wikipedia and say, well, I guess that's done. I'm, I'm, I'm lying because Flora does the perfect polar opposite of that. Here we go. The story was a literary invention by Irish author Richard Head. I sh- you not. I I I fucking swear to God. It was all reference by Richard Head. Richard Wait. Head. Richard Dickhead. <laughs> Dickhead. It is a literary reference to Dickhead. The fact that that his name turned out to be Richard Head should be all the verification I need because of all the names I made up. Now, if it was if it was Chertley Farleynarn, then yes. <laughs> Ask me a follow up question. If it was Spencewick Wait, Diddlefins, I, ask I, me more questions. I apologize to everyone, but I have no idea what's going on right now. What are you talking about? The The rabbits are from Dickhead? Yes. Dickhead wrote rap, rabbits yes. on, Dickhead a, on an island. wrote about rabbits and a wizard, giant black rabbits and a wizard on a lonely island. What, when, when was this? Richard Head, born in 1637, died in 1686. Was an author, playwright, and bookseller. Uh, he was famous for a satirical novel called The English Rogue. Yawn. Moving on then. Thank Jesus. Black Rabbits. Bam, balam. Black Philip. Um, <laughs> the last documented sighting of High Brazil was in 1872. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to inject some unnecessary levity. When author T.J. Westrop... <laughs> This next one goes out to TJ Westrop. And several companions saw the island appear and then vanish. This was Mr. Restrop's third view of High Brazil. But on this voyage, he had brought his mother and some friends. Mother, please <laughs> join me on an ocean-going vessel that we might all witness that which is so ethereal, the island. Of high Brazil. Keep your eyes peeled on the horizon, mother, for it could disappear as quickly as it appeared. And he brought them along to verify the existence of high Brazil, and apparently everybody saw it. The island waved at them. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, I saw the island. <laughs> the folklorist and poet W.B. Yeats reproduced Gerald Griffin's poem, High Brazil, the Isle of the Blessed, in his book, Fairy and Folktales of the Irish Peasantry. In 1888, and I have <laughs> that poem. Shit. Read it, which we are going to read. All right, I'm going to kick this off, Flora. You, you're uh, going to start. I, uh, English, Irish, Indian, I, uh, Russian. Uh, not not Indian. I'll, I'll narrow it down a little for us. I appreciate that. Do it how you feels, but probably not Indian. Okay, drunk American. High Brazil, the island of the blessed, by Gerald Griffin. On the ocean that hollows the rocks where ye dwell, a shadowy land has appeared, as they tell. Men thought it a region of sunshine and rest, and they called it High Brazil, the isle of the blessed. From year unto year on the ocean's blue rim, the beautiful spectre showed lovely and dim. The golden clouds curtained the deep where it lay, and looked like an Eden, way, far away. 
A peasant who heard of the wonderful tale in the breeze of the Orient loosened his sail. From Era, the holy, he turned to the west. For though Era was holy, High Brazil giant was blessed. <laughs> oh, he heard not the voices that called from the shore. He heard not the rising wind's menacing roar. Home, kindred, and safety he left on that day. And he sped to High Brazil, away, far away. Morn rose on the deep on that shadowy isle. Or the faint rim of distance reflected its smile. Noon burned on the wave and the shadowy shore. Seemed lovely distant and faint as before. No, no, I actually read that correctly. You're right, you're right. Yeah, that that was not me being drunk. I mean... Love Lily. Yeah, Love Lily. Yeah. Lone evening came down on the wanderer's track, and to Ara again he looked timidly back. How far on the verge of the ocean it lay. How far from the the Isle of the Blessed was away. Hard away! Rush, dreamer, <laughs> return. Oh, you winds of the main, bear him back to his own peaceful era again. Rush, fool, for a vision of fanciful bliss, to barter thy calm life of labor and peace. <laughs> oh, so close. The warning of reason was spoken in vain. He never revisited era again. Night fell on the deep amidst tempest and spray, and he died on the waters away, far away. So that's a sad tale of a of a guy that went looking for old high Brazil. Yep. Did didn't he find it? But you know what he found? What? The old Grim Reaper. <laughs> pretty good poem though. Yeah. Pretty, pretty fun. It's sad. Yeah. Any sad. All right, Dave. Here's here's a weird turn, a weird modern turn for you before we get into some is it, isn't it? Right. Some of the more modern legends have taken a bit of a sci-fi twist on this. In one famous UFO encounter known as the Rendlesham Forest incident. How? I mean, I, I cannot wait to hear how these two fucking things are stitched together. A strange craft is reported to have landed outside a U.S. military base in the U.K. Oh, <laughs> that was the end of the sentence. In the U.K., Sergeant Jim Penniston claims to have touched this craft and telepathically received 16 pages of binary code into his mind. <laughs> he wrote down the code the next day and had now, it granted, it was at 14.4 baud, so like it took like three hours. Uh, he had it translated decades later. The code was said to list very specific coordinates of High Brazil and listed the location where the ancient cartographers had it mapped. The message also listed the coordinates of several other uh, ancient sites around the world, such as the pyramids at Giza, uh, the Nazca lines, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. At the very bottom of the message, coordinates of High Brazil were listed. LOL, JK, yourself. The coordinates of High Brazil were listed again, along with an origin year of 8100. Whoa. That's old, son. So... What do you what do you think about we we obviously haven't talked about Rendlesham Forest yet. We've 
we've talked about talking about it. We'll probably cover it at some point. Yeah, we're gonna get there, but Jesus, what a what a weird thing to come out of that. Yeah. Real specific, huh? Yeah. It it entices further study into the old Rendlesham Forest UFO incident. Uh, right. Which which is I think as close as we're gonna get to UFO times. We've talked about it, yeah. We like UFOs all right, but right. uh you know, we we also like we like Weird to have f- vanishing Irish islands. We have, we have fun. <laughs> Do you guys know we're doing a live show? Right. So let's talk about if this thing was, is, slash, is, was real. Well, I'll tell you what, Floyd. There's real a couple of, Madrid there's, there's a football. Cu- there's a couple of theories on this, okay? Firstly. What's the first one? Real simple. It doesn't exist. What? Right now. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> The fact that it doesn't appear on any satellite images or has never been seen by any sailing ships from Western Island in Ireland. Sure. Shut up. Go on. In in the recent future. I mean, in the recent times. Yeah. In the last no, people almost 200 years. Sailing into it right now. We're right. not Google Earthing it. Yeah. It doesn't It's not there. It's just saying it's not there now. Could but, have been there then. Well, there's it's one day every seven years. Yeah. And there was that time when it when there was that time when like. 1,400 giant dead black rabbits washed up on the shores of Dover. They were like, what? Oh, well. Yeah. Guess we better eat them. Here comes Hitler. (laughs) That was was pretty much it. Terrible. Look, so remember in in one of the stupid-ass pirate of the Caribbean movies when it's like once every seven years I get to have sex with Orlando Bloom? Remember that? Yeah, in the green flash, and he's he's now oh, the captain boy. of the Flying Dutchman. This is this is like some horse Brigadoon Jagsness. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's go through. We've only got a few theories or whatnot here. Number one, you said it. Yeah. We said it. Yep. We we all said it. Let's move on to number two. You, oh, you you want to skip Fatlantis? No, number two is Fatlantis. Well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I read this, uh, you might be onto something. Shut up. How about the idea that everyone, since the moment we started talking about this, had that it is a shard of the Central Atlantis theme? And why not? Why not? Listen, there's, like we said, no shortage of mystical isles out there. Even uh, Plato said there were some maps that had blah, blah, blah. We're, we'll We'll get into that in a bit. But. No, we won't. We'll get into that later on in the season. But could High Brazil have been Atlantis? Could Atlantis have been High Brazil? I think I don't think it's beyond the pale to think that the the legend of Atlantis makes its way further north and further north and further north, and then gets like everything we've ever talked about historically gets uh, taken up by the local system gets kind of repackaged as uh, a supporting, you know, like they call it high Brazil instead of Atlantis. And they, they, it's the same thing. It's, Oh, it's the lost land. It's the wonder place. It's the super town. (laughs) Yeah. They're not allowed to use any of those names. Those are uh, trademark blurry photos. Understand productions. (laughs) Yeah. You can't have lost land or super, super town. (laughs) Those are ours. The, The problem with that is nobody knows where Atlantis was to begin with. So in that sense, right. it could be there. Yep. 
But in that sense, it also could not, it, like, it could. Yeah, whatever. it's a wash, but the people who are into it will not see it as such. One theory says that it's actually Baffin Island. It's the thought that the island wasn't off the coast of Ireland, but way off the coast in Canada. That's a real f***ing stretch. Now, it really it, it, I'll say this. Giving the devil its due, devil's advocate here. There is, I mean, there was the the secondary island that was listed south of Greenland, still west of Ireland. Yeah. That I could see, you know, at that point, you know, you've got the Greenland-Labrador connection that we've already talked about before. Like, maybe, but right off the coast, no one's going to make that f***ing mistake. Cartography was a, a literally a life and death trade back then. Yeah. People would 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 provision their ships based on their maps and to make a mistake with that that huge 1500 miles wrong <laughs> no that that there's a couple things uh that's like saying well if you go west far enough eventually there'll be an island so why not make it that yeah there's a couple things wrong with that uh first and foremost baffin island isn't round yeah it, it's when I looked at it on the map, it's a large land mass. It's it's not even it doesn't even seem to be an island in itself. It's a huge tract of land. And and the second thing that I was gonna point out, people would say they could see High Brazil from the Aran Islands or at least the western tip of, of uh Ireland. You know, you some people would say, Oh, it, it appears if you're standing in the right spot on the coast, you'll be able to see it through, you know, when the fog rolls in, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's, that's not possible. So I, I don't know. That one's, that was a little weird. Now here's one. That's uh, an interesting thought. It was, it was, and always has been an optical illusion. I love this one because it explains the transient nature of it. It explains the fact that no one's ever set foot on it. Mm. It's, uh, if it was a mirage, it would explain why it disappears when you try to sail to it. In fact, in a book by Bob Curran, the author Bob Curran cites an example of mirages in Celtic lands, including the following. On July 7th, 1878, the inhabitants of the Irish seaside town of Ballycotton in County Cork were both surprised and astounded by the sudden appearance of an island that had not been seen in the ocean before. Oh! Sightseers gathering on the strand were able to see the new island quite plainly and were able to make out its coastline, woodlands, fields, and deep valleys. A number of County Cork fishermen set out in boats to investigate, but as they approached, the entire island winked out of existence, leaving them amazed and wondering. I, I think that that is a classic like atmospheric inversion kind of scenario. Like, oh, sh- we can see this thing. Let's go take a look at it. And then as people approach it, you would think people with an ingrained pot of gold mythology would be quite used to this phenomenon. And yet. <laughs> oh, it sounds to me like the perfect culture to. to think yeah, yeah you're right. Like you're right. Flip side of that coin that it's. Yeah, they're either forever chasing them or having figured it out and moved to America. Uh, similar sightings were seen off the coast of County Kerry at Kerryaholt, uh, County Clare, and at a bear at a bay near Galway. Same goes uh, off the Mole of Kintyre in Scotland and off Port Stewart Strand, County Derry, Northern Ireland, which is not too far from the Giant's Causeway 
actually. Oh, true. I did not see any yeah, fake, Flora, fake or faux islands up there. Maybe. I don't know. I saw, I actually went out, I forget what it was called, but I crossed this uh, rope bridge that was off an island from the mainland, which is really neat, mm-hmm. and got over to this little just, you know, knob of land that's out sticking out in the sea and you could see Scotland from there or or was it Scotland <laughs> at that point you're looking the perfectly wrong direction but sure <laughs> so we could we could see Scotland over there and there were lots of you know cool capes jutting off of of the mainland and in certain directions and stuff and rainbows and all that good shit. so it was very cool. I don't think I ever saw a mystical island when I was out there, but the weather was nice, so maybe that's go. why. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So so that's the, you know, a, a mirage or an, op- an optical illusion that's always uh, in, in the race. Yeah. All right. How about I hit with some real f***ing geolo- geology here? Oh, you got some? A piece of geologic science. You got some? What if? What if? It was an island that was exposed during the ice age when the uh, ocean levels were much lower. Oh, right. So then we get into what, we were, what we've already talked about. Uh, you get into Porcupine Bank. Did we ever, did we mention that yet? We haven't mentioned it yet. No. Oh, sorry. I, it's tough because I'm drinking. Okay, we read about it a bunch. We're all tough because uh, por- we're drinking. We, that's what makes you so Dave tough. Dave just punched me in the forehead and, and I didn't did even feel it. I didn't actually punch you though. You touched, you punched me in the forehead. I did not actually punch you in the you forehead. did. You di- you didn't go full on. Do you know how I know? You touched me because I cannot. I, I can't even see a red spot on your forehead. He, he, Dave Dave punched me in the forehead. He touched me with with his fist because he was he fell asleep in his chair and I got up right up in his grill. And then yeah, you and get then the I started giggling. Fist, the rolling back fist. Yep, I started giggling and <laughs> and you threw your fist up in <laughs> automatic kung fu defense mode and. And I got a, I got a little nick. I got a little You're nick fine. on my forehead. I'm, I'm looking at your forehead right now. It's been like 20 minutes since we did it. Yeah, it doesn't matter then. If it's not invisible. I caught a little. I caught a little knuckle on the forehead. Caught a little knuckle. Hashtag that. Sh- Put it on the Twitter. <laughs> we got an email from Little Knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> little knuckles. <laughs> so anyway, um, sorry the uh, the porcupine bank is uh, way off the west coast of Ireland, uh, as is the sunken ridge of the Aran Islands, which is sort of a lame-ass name. Because um, there weren't really islands currently, but with a lower uh, sea level, it's possible that those were exposed. But dude, that is so far back in time that ain't nobody telling that story. This was, uh, t- what, 20,000 years ago? Right. Last Ice Age? That means that that would have to survive the the transition uh transition the the transit from the i mean at the best the picts that's as far as i know irish people yeah in time is the picts to the to the gaelics to the the normans i mean like that that's got to transit so many cultures and so many stories that i don't think it made the trip hmm. i feel like i feel like ice age exposed land masses is reaching like no one's business because here's the, the other thing. It's not like they were so f-ing great then. Like they weren't the promised lands. Then even if they were it, exposed, they're just more spits of land shooting out of a shitty cold North Atlantic ocean. They weren't wonderlands. Don't shrug at me. Don't get punched again. 
<laughs> Gonna get little knuckled. Little um, knuckles. It's funny because if you look on Google Earth, it does show a landmass under the sea all around Ireland, uh, for one thing. But uh, in the west of it, the uh, shallow water shells have apparently been found at Porcupine Bank, and somewhat northwest of the mo- of the most likely location of High Brazil, um, called Rockall, uh, which is a granite islet northwest That's of That's because it matters. Rockall! There were shells that were that have been found up there, shallow water shells. When I, when I looked, I looked at Google Earth on this, and it kind of shows like a shallow continental shelf type of mass under the water. You know, it, it's not green because it's not above the water. It's a lighter blue, and then you get to the darker blue, which is the deep ocean. But there's definitely a land mass all around there, and, and specifically right. to the west is what they're calling Porcupine Bank. And and that's the thing. Like I, I don't argue that it's there, that that, that 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 potential exists, but when you look at the time interval of when that was something that a person on the surface would notice. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and here's the thing. 20,000 years ago, what if any sailing was even getting done would they have noticed oh, yeah i mean it, it almost it almost comes all the way back around to lending credence again because the best they're going to do is see it from the shore as a mirage it's a good point um they're saying twenty thousand years ago sea levels were as much as 120 meters lower than they are right now and i looked at this um according to a study in proceedings of the national academy of sciences which said from the 11th century through the 15th Sea level rose about half a millimeter annually, correlating with a period of warmer climate known as the medieval climate anomaly. Which is just like what we're going through now. We haven't had any effect on anything. Jesus, Bible, vote for me. Wow, dude. Wow. That's right. I just took a stand. From then through the late 19th century, during the cooler period known as the Little Ice Age, sea level rise halted, which I think is uh, interesting since this is kind of around the time we're looking at this stuff. Uh, From the 19th century onward, the rise has been more than two millimeters a year, which is kind of big because keep in mind from the 11th to the 15th, it was half a millimeter annually. Now it's two millimeters. Now these aren't huge numbers, you know, overall, but some researchers have put forward the theory that coastal areas and islands have been sunken, quote-unquote sunken, perhaps in a flood event that many cultures have stories about, which we talked about on the old Flood Myths episode. Uh, I even went so far as to look to see if there were any major earthquakes or anything that happened uh, in in maybe the 15th century. Closest one that happened was in Catalonia. Not good enough. I don't think it's good enough. Biggest one happened in Japan. That's that's on the other side of the world. Definitely not good enough. So, yeah, I, I didn't find anything that really correlated with a huge cataclysmic event in the 15th century. This is just 15th century now. I don't if know. If stuff was sinking the whole time, you know, yeah, it's I, a slow burn. I but. feel like I feel like this this just feels like a classic grass is greener, promised land. Oh, it's right there. It's just out of reach. You can never get there, but mm. it's out there. Maybe someday, you know, and then a, a couple myth, of sailors. I mean, even the accounts of people making it there are thin. 
Yeah, there you, aren't. You just have the word of the on. guy who said it with no proof, no mm-hmm. follow up, and no reproducibility. Subsequent expeditions fail to find it. You know, it, you know, and even people who don't find it are cited by people who are saying they found it. Yeah. Is saying they found. You know, and it, cartographers are copying cartographers. And, exactly. Yeah. No one wants to look like a dipshit and, and forget a whole island. So, like, well, it's on his map. You know, sure, you got it. And cartographers keep in mind that's that's really there really isn't much better they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they can speak to the shipboard cartographers for some of the exploration vessels, but what about you know? So okay, so great, you've got a vessel that just charted the shit out of the Mediterranean. Okay, well that's that's one coastline down, the rest of the planet to go. You're still relying on second, third, fourth hand accounts, trying to make the best sense of it trying to to suss out how accurate previous maps were do you take do you leave it out do you put it in if you leave it out and it's there a ship runs aground people die if you put it there and it's not there people just assume they're not quite on course yeah because back then you know uh, navigation wasn't super precise you know they they good enough to get the job done but you know no one ever Super hardcore knew exactly where they were. Yeah. So, you know, it's got its own built-in excuse. So why not include those islands? It's better to err on the side of not running aground, I would assume. Yeah. It, and I'll bet you, I'm sorry. It, it seems like there there were islands that were found. They were just misplaced on maps or mm-hmm. like the distance was a little bit um, or maybe even a lot a bit off and i wouldn't be surprised if there was some you know some jockeying within the realm of cartographers like oh smithson put this island on his map if you don't put it on your map what are you saying that smithson's a fucking idiot yeah you want smithson to fucking kick your door in dude you just showed up nobody fucks with smithson you know like I, i'll bet you there is some of that to it as well could have been yeah so what are you what are you landing on? You're landing on Mirage for this, huh? No, no, I I'm Mirage, but heavily weighted towards folklore. I'm sure people saw maybe have saw something or thought they did at some point, but I think that the root of it is in folklore and a grass is always greener, promised land sort of mythology that everybody has. It, wherever you are in the world, there's always a place that's better than that, mm-hmm. and people tell stories about it. Mm. What about you? I I'm kind of leaning towards sunken island i like i like your world better (laughs) i don't it's it's sad and climatic change (laughs) i i'm kind of leaning towards that maybe there was something there at some point and it's just it's the the water levels have risen too much and it's it's still there but now it's underwater and the myth the myth the the grass is greener i'd be curious to know I mean, we know what, what rate it was changing for that anomaly, but what the overall rate of change was and to really be able to put a pin into how far back you'd have to go before this island was actually physically visible. Mm -hmm. And I I would let that tell me whether or not I think this is bullshit or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen some things in the research videos and, and models that, that some scientists have done and they don't recreate I, I didn't watch specifically Ireland in that area, but you watch some of the, um, I watched a Graham Hancock uh, video actually mm-hmm. that he was talking about ancient civilizations around India and how the sea levels have risen there. And there are, they're finding apparently ancient structures under 
uh, under the the waters off the coast of India and some parts and things like That'd that. That'd be and, awesome to see because there there is no shortage of of, of underwater archaeology to be done. It's just that we only extraordinarily recently, ten years at the most, mm-hmm. have really been able to get in there. You know, we've we've taken tries at it, and considering that scuba was invented in what late sixties, early seventies, mm. you know, we're, we're still very new at getting into the oceans. And uh, some of the things we're finding with new technologies and new abilities to get to get to those sites underwater is fascinating, particularly yeah. in that part of the world. I mean, Mediterranean, duh, you know, yeah. all the Greek fishing vessels, but but around other old Indus uh, Valley, the, yeah, old civilizations. Yeah. And I mean, politically, no, no one's gonna let China's not gonna let anyone near their border with penetrating radar, but. I'll bet you there's some extraordinary history hidden under the water there. Totally is. And the sad thing is with each passing year, it it just, Mm -hmm. it gets more and more worn down and destroyed really. I mean, or, or, I mean, maybe, maybe it's a sad silver lining of extreme weather. I mean, think about the number of shipwrecks in the last 18 months that have been exposed by extraordinary weather events. That's true. Maybe we find more of it. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'd rather uh, not have the storms. I'd rather not have people driven out of their homes. But, but if you're, if you're just really want to narrow your focus down to archeology, span maybe it's and, a silver lining. Yeah. And who knows how many years we've got left before something like Manhattan is underwater. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the, the other coastal areas. Chicago can finally throw off the mantle of second city. <laughs> Sorry, drowned town. <laughs> Chicago rules. But, you know, it seems like the stuff happens and mm-hmm. history repeats itself like this. Yep. Over and over, you settle on a coast, but it's a double-edged sword. That's right. It's, uh, yeah, every coastline is, you know, I, I used to have a, a teacher who would talk about how every waterfall is an anomaly. That will be corrected in time. <laughs> I always like that. It reminded yeah. me that I thought that was a good thing to keep in mind. Well, I think that'll do it for I, the mythical Irish island of Hebrasso. And now it's time for us to turn our gaze to the horizon and see the, the miracle and mirage that could be puns. <laughs> Florida, you want this one? You want me? I'll go first. You know, if you want more information, mm-hmm. didn't didn't Which have I do. didn't have time to to get this myself, You're but right. read a little bit of it yeah. uh, online. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, check out High Brazil: The Metaphor, The Metamorphosis of an Island from Cartographic Error to Celtic Elysium by Barbara Freitag. That's not a f***ing pun, dude. I'm throwing that in before oh, I... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, oh what is that on the horizon? Uh, it's plugs. Uh, uh, yeah, put that in there. And then now, are you ready now? Are you done f***ing getting on your knees to corporate America? You ready? You, you done earning earning it the hard way? Can we do puns now? All right. I've got a pun here. Thank God. There's a Jewish lingerie shop whose employees sure this isn't another commercial even though it's embarrassing for them uh-huh will help you find the right breast support whoa with a shy broshbeel uh-huh shy broshbeel i thought it was going to be high brazier that it wouldn't be jewish oh uh, all right all right but- also i'm putting a cap on any weed shops named high <laughs> brazier 
Boy, I thought I thought high brazier was going to be that one, and now I feel like I just burned one for no reason. Sorry, bro. It's yeah. a Jewish shop. <laughs> they give shy brosh all right, peels. All right, all right. I know. Shy brosh peel. I know of a place. Uh, it's uh, it's a spa for ladies. Oh yeah. That um, will will do any any amount of body waxing you're comfortable with. Oh. But what they specialize in is not only a centrally located race stripe <laughs> that I will not go into further detail on, but also one on each leg. Oh. Yeah. It's called the thigh Brazilian. <laughs> race stripe, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Race stripe. Race stripe. Really good Dave's motor running. Nitro burden, funny car. Get your motor In running. your pants. What you got, Floor? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Dave. I've got the best f***ing place to launch a damn expedition to find old shitty high Brazil, and it's out at the f***ing tip of the group of goddamned lamb formations off the western coast of f***ing Ireland, known as the Swearing Islands. I like that. That's f***ing tits. That's what that is. Did I tell you? I went to the Aran Islands. Oh, yeah? On, on my trip, on my amazing trip to Ireland last year. How were um, they? It was great. I had, I actually went to Inishmore from Doolin. We stayed in Doolin. Went over to Inishmore. Couldn't get to the Cliffs of Moore because they sighted bad weather or, or choppy waves. Mm-hmm. I really think it was actually the Irish military or maybe the British military because they, they were landing at the time we were supposed to be. That's pretty out. cool. So that was kind of. So I saw Mil- a bunch of uh, military folks walking around with their. Their bombs and their guns and their guns and their bombs. But um, <laughs> anyway, the next day we got to go out to Inishmore. I wanted to go to Inishmon because I was in the play The Cripple of Inishmon when uh-huh. I was in uh, college. Humble brag. They, uh, they didn't, we couldn't work out uh, a ferry, the ferry times to go to the island, actually spend some time and then come back mm-hmm. because the ferry times were all mangled and f-ed. also the people you're with were all f-ing shitty about it no no we were away from them at that point oh well it they was were just me and wherever Andy, they so. were they were being shitty they they caused it i'm sure we we ended up we got to go to inishmore which is the big island got there got to we, we rented bikes and biked around the island saw some things saw the f-ing edge of the world pretty much you can walk up to the edge of uh cliffs mm-hmm. they they were like Hundred foot cliffs that just drop straight off into the damn cold ass ocean. Uh huh. Damn, that's a cold ass ocean. That's a cold ass honky ocean. So that was it. Was a lot of fun. It was, we we got to go to the Aran Islands. Got to see all that stuff. How many stars out of five? Six out of five, dude. Yeah, gonna have to change your scale for this one. Bro. <laughs> oh shit, my skill's not enough. I we we both got sweaters from there. It was great. Sweet. Uh, so if if you're in the west of Ireland. Go to Doolin, visit another, visit the Aran Islands. It's like another commercial. Try it out. <laughs> Did you sell out and not tell me, Flora? I would. I would for those for those guys. They okay. were good people. All right. Uh anyway, that's that's uh that's a little aside. I don't think yeah. I've ever got to to say how much fun I had in Ireland, but uh, what did what was your next pun? Oh, do it, did, are we still doing that? Yeah, is that where we are? Let's do one more. <laughs> okay, I guess we'll I guess yeah. we'll turn the car around, and I guess can I finish my puns, please? Yeah. What else you got? Oh, well, I mean, I Me- guess I'll try. Well, I gotta pee. I don't have to pee. Oh. My bladder's empty. I see. I found an island. Uh, it's it's full of um, 
18, What's it called? It's uh, it's full of 18 to 24-year-old gentlemen. 18 to what? 24-year-old gentlemen. Oh, 24-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, the here's the thing. Like, they love sports. Oh, yeah? They, uh, they love to party. Do they? Super love to party. Yeah. But here's the thing. They don't drink. There's no oh, alcohol. Okay. It's one of their, their hard and fast rules. It's the island of dry Brazil. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it yeah, is. It sure is. Yeah, it is. Because well, they puns. don't drink, dude. That's pun. They got a rule. They're dry. I got to tell you. What are you going to tell me? We still got some catching up to do. Do we? How is that? Well. How? Two hours of listener mail. And yet we still didn't ride shiny and chrome. Hey, before I forget. Yeah. What kind of nutshells is it? That's high Brazil in a in a mist shrouded uh, nutshell that appears once every seven years. Fair enough. And now it's time to ride shiny and chrome on the Pony Road. On the Pony Road. What a pun. What a lovely pun. You ready, Flora? Let's do this. Oh, let let us let us rev these. Okay, because there's V8s a lot here. Up. We're gonna fucking run through this. Got one from Sam. Sam, did you hear about the new Johnny Cash cryptic cover band? No. It's made of internet-born creepy urban le- urban legends. The band is called Slender Man and Black Eyed Kids. Uh, some of his best-known covers are Majestic Twelve Minutes to Go, I Walk the Nazca Lines. Oh, nice. When the Goat Man comes around. <laughs> Well, the goat man comes oh, this is a good one. Sunday morning, Jevu Dan. By the way, Sunday morning coming down, one of my favorite Johnny Cash songs. Actually, you know what? I will say it is my favorite Johnny Cash song. All right. 40 in Prison Blues. Yeah. And of course, a boy named Sukalos. <laughs> Thank you, Sam! Thank you, Sam. From a cyclic eight, what happened to the colonists in Roanoke is disputed mainly because of a translation error. Shortly after John White left the colony to return to England, they fell on hard times. After a year, the colonists decided to abandon their town in search of a better place to live. Using timbers from their houses, they fashioned oaken boats. Their travel was short-lived as they were quickly captured by natives, however. Captured? <laughs> That's the worst thing a native can do. The chief of the tribe forced them to offer payment for passage in the form of a song containing all the colors of the rainbow. Not completely understanding, the colonists did their best to do as the chief asked. In the end, they were unsuccessful and ultimately executed, sad face. Remembering the event, the chief remarked, Ain't nobody Roanoke out of here without singing the blues. Oh, shit. <laughs> they crapshoot somebody. <laughs> Thank you, Acyclicate. Thank you, Acyclicate. How about our buddy, Little Nichols? Nichols. Have you heard of the Lost Island Colony off the coast of Carolinas? No. Apparently, there was Star Trek tech involved that, was hit, that had hidden all trace of its existence. They're calling it the Rowan Cloaked Island. Oh, Klingons. Also not far away from the coast of a separate island, Jeff the Talking Mongoose has been seen in a small oar-driven boat. They're calling this the Rowing Bloke Island. Rowing Bloke. Just don't try to ask Jeff for directions to the island. You'll end up going in circles. Too right. Too right. <laughs> nice. Very nice. So that's what we got from Little Nichols. From Bombardier. After listening to the show on occultish talking boards... I'm put in mind of the time my friends and I dabbled with Ouija. Planchette kept going to the Z over and over. We always refer to this as the time our Ouija snored. <laughs> in fact, it got so tedious we came, we became downright Ouija bored. Oh! It was creepy, but we didn't want to burn the device since we feared the screaming. We decided instead to cleanse it 
using a squeegee board. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Baba Deer. I got one from not Mikey Wheels. Oh, no, 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 no. This is The Revenge of Mikey Wheels, oh, the Mikey third Wheels. in the Mikey Wheels trilogy. Back again. He writes, found a medical store in Point Pleasant, the Mothman Apothecaries. Zing! That's right. Thanks, Mikey Wheels! Charles in charge of our puns. 9-11 was an inside job, but not orchestrated by the U.S. government. It was the opera. It was a falsetto flag attack. Scarabouche, <laughs> scarabouche. Will you do the fandango? You got one from Jeremy. Uh, have you heard about the disorder that causes impulses to travel in a gas guzzling home away from the home vehicle? <laughs> it's a Winnebago syndrome. <laughs> Zing. Thanks, Jeremy. Dark Cat Lemon Feast. <laughs> Mundane superpowers. It covers a lot of ground. The power to immediately know if something is poison by tasting it. Nah. You can grow feathers. You can't fly. You can just grow feathers. <laughs> the power to secrete super glue from your hands, but you have no control over when it happens. Gross. Also, you know, for single people, dangerous. <laughs> to tell exactly how long a hot pocket needs to be heated without it being still cold in the middle or molten hot. That's just a superpower. Superpower. Got one from uh, Hate Making Games. <laughs> the Wendigo episode, you guys forgot to mention the crowdfund sites that accepts human flesh donations. What is it? Wendigo Go. Oh. Nice. From Evil Pebble. When Giorgio Suclos talked about a Jordanian ancient city having been built by aliens, he was quoted as saying, Is such a thing even possible? You Petra. Oh, nice. <laughs> Got one from... The drop bear from down under. If you have a blocked sink or a problem with evil giant fire-breathing turtles, you can contact help by using a Mario and Luigi board. Oh. Is Sam Shreemy's arch uh, uh, Is Sam Shreemy's arch enemy? Mm, is Sam Shreemy's arch enemy the Mothman due to the ability to turn his brown eye red? Gross. Thanks, drop bear. Drop bear. Chapter. Straya. He's from Straya. He's from Straya. I of the pierogi says, as for the bloody benders, some locals believe the sun never left the area, but is still found in the woods as some sort of boogeyman. Well dressed and pale, the parents tell their children he will kidnap them to get them to behave. They call him Bloody Benderman. Nice. Bye. 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 There's a wealthy Star Trek fan that has written instructions for how mankind should deal with an encounter with silicon-based life forms should we ever encounter them. He even had them carved in stone. They were called the Horta Guidestones. Nice. That's the a deep Horta. cut. That is a super deep cut. There's a book out claiming that in the 70s and 80s, there was a group in the U.S. military put in charge of seeking out and exploring the unexplained with a special emphasis on finding cryptids. Nothing ever came of this, despite the claims of some of the former members, and it's pretty much just an embarrassment for them now. The book is called The Men Who Stare at Goat Men. <laughs> uh, there's a group of movie fans so hardcore they're taken to recreating scenes from films in the belief that they can get their favorite directors to release movies even quicker. They'll urinate on an area rug, perform bluegrass songs, flip coins, and feed effigies of Steve Buscemi into a wood chipper. They're called the Fargo Cult. I smelled that one coming. If the if these puns have been used before, my bad. Speaking of my bad, they say there's an entity that is brought into the existence from the cumulative guilt and repentance of many a great people. It's called the Maya Tulpa. Ladies and gentlemen, he's here all night. Thank you, I have the pierogi. Yes. How about the acyclic eight? 
Oh, again, a re flashback. Yeah, that's right. A cyclic eight's got some not so superpowers. How about mind ventriloquism? The ability to project your thoughts into someone else's head, but only if they are schizophrenic. <sighs> Invisible. Nice. Molecule party, the ability to excite molecules in order to increase their temperature, but only after covering them with alcohol and Doritos. Sticky hands, any object you touch with your hands instantly becomes adhered to them and cannot be removed without the help of another. Ugh. Again, wow. single people. <laughs> social minigame, the ability to go through social interactions the way of a minigame that your mind plays while your body interacts. If you play well, you have a positive interaction, poorly a negative one. The game that is played for all of these tests is E.T. on the Atari. Oh, wow. Now, you're, you might be a little young for that. Do you ever play E.T. on the 2600? I never played it, but I know all about it. There's a simple thing. At some point, you end up in a pit. Yeah. And you cannot get out of that right. pit. It's the worst. And that f***ing game ended up in a pit, too. Yeah, it did. In New no, Mexico. Yeah, that E.T. for the Atari was a sack of shit, and I remember as a kid trying to play it at my friend's house. Wow. Yeah. Dave from Farlanarn. Ho-ho! <laughs> nice adoption Useless of the name. Superpower. The ability to fly, but not to slow down, so you always crash. <laughs> I like that. Got one from Stormy Babe. Stormy Babe writes, uh, I had a strange, encounter the other day, uh, a strange encounter the other day. It was a bit frightening. It started when I spotted this thing. It could have been a UFO or something, but the next thing I know, I had to get knock on my door. When I opened it, there were these small men, really tall and thin, with white faces appearing from the necks of their suits. They whispered to me, telling me if I told anyone what I saw, they would be back for me. They were the slender men in black. Oh, yeah. Zing. Thank you. From the Fluffy Witch. Ooh. Mundane superpower, the ability to draw a perfect circle, but only when badgers are around. Now, you can try this at home right now. If you just take a pencil and just start drawing just around. Just very carefully. Just go As you're almost complete. <laughs> Badgers. Uh, Badgers. I've got uh, our last one here from Wes. Wes M. Where was Wes? Now, I'm going to tell you right now. Bye. 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 Oh, no. Uh, I got a new job working with 3D animation. One of my coworkers who is responsible for converting the wire mesh models into full 3D models is quite an oddity. He's quite tall and skinny, always wearing a black suit. By no one, he seems to know his name, so they just call him the name Renderman. Oh, Renderman! Bye, bye, bye. Uh, the belief that a ghost steamer piloted by the dead could arrive presently, bringing with it a cargo that includes departed relatives, tinned foods, tools, and crates full of Thor DVDs and comics. <laughs> Valhalla Madness. Nice. Yeah. New guy on a soccer team I play on. No one can quite understand what he says because he's either completely silent or extremely softly spoken. All we know is he's bye, 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 bye. Very tall and creepy. We we needed to order new jerseys and the coach wasn't sure what to put on his, so he just put the goaltender man. <laughs> I recently overheard a conversation between two bye, bye, bye postal workers. One sounded like he was a big time pothead and the other was asking him to protocol and what to do with a letter that had an extremely smudged address on it. He told him, bye, bye, bye. Just return to sender man. How about Sunderman? Thank you, everyone. Thank you. That sends the, the punny road. Yes, for putting the brakes on this punny road. But uh, hit the gas on iTunes. Oh, yes. Give us give us a five-star review, why don't you? Yeah, give us five star and write some words, because those are fun to read. Those are very fun to read. Don't forget to punch the donate hey. button. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey. Guess what? What? We're a quarter of the way to the next Hildo after the Thildo. Yeah. Try that when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I feel is, like the pizza helped. I don't yeah, know. I agree. It's kept us I'm, stabilized. I'm going to grab another piece when we're done here because it's perfect. Probably am too. But thank you guys so much. Yeah. I just let's let's keep this rolling. Like we crossed hill though. Let's just keep smashing. Shit. I have a personal theory. I want more likes than the place I work has likes. Yeah. And then I want to be a real dick about it. <laughs> that's my goal. That's been a goal for a while. Yeah. So we let's let's get more likes than yeah. than Dave's place of work. Yeah. And um so I can be smug. One one thing that I'm very proud of and thank you guys for, we have quietly while the Thildo was going on, we've crept over 500 followers on Twitter. We crossed a demi Thildo on followers. <laughs> that's 5 Hildo followers on face on on, on 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 Twitter. Thank you so much, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, thanks thanks to Twitter. I have no idea how Twitter works or how you get followers. We're getting or, better at it. We did some good tweeting tonight. Uh, You're an idiot. Hashtag Flora loses. Dave ha- rules. Hash, hashtag, hashtag hashtag David hashtag, Devil Stecco rules. Stecco Devil Flora Faust. But uh, <laughs> please tell us a tell tell everybody about us. Uh, everybody to get, to get more bus drivers in particular. More more into it. Unless you're brand spanking new, you know, you can go to blurryphotos.org and find links to yep. everything. Stitcher's on there. Stumble upon audibletrial.com slash blurryphotos Most to get a free audiobook. But blurryphotos.org is our full archive. We have too many yeah. episodes for, for iTunes to host now. So if you have gone through everything on iTunes, go to our website. Yeah. All of our older episodes are there too. So you can, there, there might be a little secret nugget there. Yeah, there might it's be like, something it's like you the French want to fry hear about. in the bag that you didn't think was there that you're like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's not French hot fry. anymore, but it's still <laughs> a salty fry. <laughs> exactly. How about we announce some things? Yes. Is it time to announce some things? Do it. Store is open. Store is open for business. Blurryphotos.org. Tattoo it, tattoo it. We've got the store open. The store is open. You can buy shirts from us. Please do it. We've been promising for I don't know how long. We have two shirt designs right now. We're, we want to see how they do before we offer more. We've got tons more. To- so many ideas. We had an hour. We literally had an hour and a half meeting with a, a shop that like makes all kinds of f-ing merch. Yeah. But we want to know how this is going. We've got two options right now. You've got what we call the black flag, which is just our logo. We also have our uh, guns and rosebud shirt. So check them out. The Guns and Rosebud I know is available in um, specifically designed ladies yep, designs. We've, we've got uh, well, I, I would call it unisex and ladies. There you go. We've got both. However both, you like it, both cuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but dudes yeah, dudes with boobs, you can wear the ladies cut. You'll look great. Gonna gonna keep doing more. Um, I'm hoping to get up like a, a a couple more things on there. Oh man. Like, I, I don't know, like, we have all these great ideas. I mean, like, oh, well, just a few more shirt ideas to, like, shoot the moon stuff. I, I can't say any of it without being a dick. So, because we are, if anything, we're famous for two things. Flora not getting a tattoo when he said he would and promising shit before we know we can really do it. So, let's see how this goes before we really start launching more stuff. But we have so many more bullets in this clip. I really want to get this done so that we can just move on. And just become a juggernaut of awesome ideas and That's products. Right. And and get you all uh, get stuff that, that you would love to get wear. Get that f***ing tattoo. Will you shut up? You, you, God. So. You're the one who said you'd do it. The next. I did not. Get stop, back out Stop, now. stop get, Randy freebushing yeah, me. You get back out now, bro. You're, you're freebushing. Oh. Because I believe in America. The, uh, the next big announcement. Of course, we had the announcement last week that we've got a live show. Yep, live show. Uh, April 17th, April 17th, 8 p.m., LOL Theater Chicago. Get your tickets. We don't know where quite yet. We will shortly. 
Yep, reserve it. That's a Sunday night, so yeah. you can come in on the weekend, spend a spend a couple days, you know, tool around Chicago. Maybe we'll put up some some places that Dave and I like to go just to hang. Great great places that are not like Giordano's or mm-hmm. like the. I'll tell you right now, there places. is an extraordinary all you can eat sushi place right by the LOL Theater uh, called the Wasabi Cafe. It's like twenty bucks. The sushi is on point. You'll be glad you did it. <laughs> That's that's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. So, we'll we'll offer up stuff uh, like that as the time draws near. Make mark your calendars, April seventeenth, and then the final, the final, the final announcement, the big one that's coming out. Uh, it's the end of the podcast. We're sick of it. F- you, we're done. <laughs> Live show is last show. <laughs> that's a joke. We are starting Patreon. Yes, April first. You have tons of rewards to go get. Yeah, we, we, we've got a lot of we, we really tried to give back to the listener in this. Here's the you thing. You support us. We support you. You guys are magnificent. And we have we've got definitely more listeners than we deserve. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and we've we've given a lot of thought to like, how do we how do we balance, you know, how many ads could we run in a podcast so that we can afford our shit versus pissing people off? Patreon is an extraordinary tool that allows us to fund all of our misadventures and idiocy mm-hmm. without having a single ad on the goddamn podcast right win win and you still get something else for it too yeah you'll you get, get an extra thing so we've we've got that set up uh everything that we've talked about uh oh do you do you want a best of opening sketches do you want a musical intros album yep. with with extra tracks that we have never done because we invented them just for this uh, oh how about uh the country music album we that's possible that's possible that's up to you guys we have a ton of ideas. We put as everything we could think of on there. If there's something that you want that we didn't think of, let us know. We'll yeah. slap that shit on there. We, we might, yeah. Because we are prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of cool rewards uh, to go on there. Even if you're a high roller, Ooh. you could even be on an episode of Bullstone. The, yeah, we, we've, we've created a segment called Bullphone. Bullphone. So that you can call in to Bullstone. And and yak at us. Bring your shit, bring your yep. crazy story, and we'll talk it out. We'll we'll give you a segment to to bring a a crazy news story and and do it over Skype, and we'll do your news story and uh, and we'll put you on the episode. Yeah. And how about if you're the highest roller? <laughs> what how did about they get Dave? <laughs> Dave, the, tell them what they won. The super premium platinum plus edition <laughs> cryptid hunting kit. We are going to include crane janglers. Cacklin Crone, bony, extra bony hand cream, uh, f- Thomas Edison uh, to death and piss on his grave, brand insulating electrical gloves, actual real badass night vision goggles. How about a marshmallow cannon <laughs> with All kinds of stuff, magnifying laser sight, uh, a, a GoPro, go- a GoPro for your own adventures. Why not? Yes, you can have all those things, but it's not cheap. But I hope it's cheap to you. I hope you're doing so well that you're like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Go out and hump some cryptids <laughs> on your own. Uh, oh, so, man. yeah, we've got tons of stuff on there. We're super excited about it. April 1st. It's taken us a while to get all that shit put together. And we but are. This break, we have been yeah, super productive. We have so. worked more in the break than we ever have in the regular <laughs> season. And by we, I mean Flora. That's a really important point. Mm. Um, so thank you guys so much. We've got tons of great stuff in 2016. Mm-hmm. As we said before, 2016 is the year that we realize all the goals of 2015. Well, all the goals of ever. Yeah. 
that we've so, ever said. Uh, thank you again to the Chicago Podcast Co-op for one thing. Yes. And I, I'd like to give a, a shout out to Cinema Jaw. If you all haven't heard this, this is a fun one. It's a, a film podcast where Matt Kay and Rye, the movie guy, along with Elias Rodriguez, talk to authors, musicians, technologists, and any interesting people about their take on the movies. They get some really, really great guests on that, too. Like, like to the point where I'm, I, I don't know how the f*** they did it. I don't know how they they managed to wrangle some of the guests that they get. I, I just listened to one of their latest episodes had Josh Clark from Stuff You Should Know. Right. And they have had uh, Chuck Bryan on there also, the mm-hmm. other the other host of Stuff You Should Know. I know Stuff You Should Know because they're the podcast that's always rated ahead of us in our category. That's how I know them. They, I, I, you know, that's 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 like the one of the top podcasts you always listen to to get into podcasts. You know True, what I mean? Yeah, they're, it's they're always a, a solid podcast. choice. They're like with the yeah. weed of podcasts, but but they're good to keep around. You, they're always good to listen to. But uh, everyone always wants to know if you've got you, you got any stuff you should know, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cinema Jaw talk to to these guys, and uh, for Josh Clark, uh, they ask great questions. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like they were. You know, just the run of the mill questions yeah. you just ask. But um, so check have, them out, yeah. suckers. Have good stuff. So other than that, I think uh, welcome to season five. Damn bitches. right! Woo! And that's that's gonna do it for this episode of Blurry Photos. Yep. I've been David, lonely wizard with large black rabbits flora. I've been Dave, put up or shut up, Stecco. What? Wow. What? Wow. Onus on you. Wow. <laughs> 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 Bye. <laughs>